Hey, good evening, everybody. Um, we uh, appreciate you chiming in with us here tonight on this March 10th special edition of our COVID-19 Town Hall Update, 6 p.m. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have so much to share with you tonight. Uh, we have some new developments, and uh, we wish to give them to you, uh, all of our health professionals, our president, and all of our leadership here just uh, chiming in with you this evening. So thank you again for, for being here tonight. Uh, it's a big night, a big event. So uh, let's open up in prayer, and uh, we'll get started. So yeah, the end God, we thank you, Father, that uh, you have uh, made this day. We thank you that we can rejoice in it, Lord, but by choice, Lord and Father, we bring you into our realm. So, Lord, you know all things that we give you this time. Pray for your wisdom, your great wisdom, Lord, which is the principal thing, Father. May we uh, learn, may we uh, grow in our knowledge, Father, and may we continue to uh, seek you, Father, while you may be found. So tonight... Lord, we ask you to be with us in this town hall meeting. Lord, be with our health professionals, Lord, our, our HCOC, our UCG uh, president, vice president, Lord, and all those that are on this call with us, Father. We ask and we pray that this knowledge would bless the nation, Lord. May they receive it, Lord. May they be open-minded, Lord, and uh, Lord, be blessed by the um, the, the um, information. So, Lord, we give it this time. Use it for your honor and your glory. And Yeshua's mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we do thank you for tuning in with us tonight here. Uh, just a real quick update, and I will introduce our president of the Navajo Nation, Jonathan Nez here. Uh, but personal responsibility is key to staying safe and continuing the reduction in COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. For nearly a year, we've implemented many safety and preventative measures, but at some point we have to take careful steps to safely reopen in stages. And that's what tonight is all about. We strongly encourage everyone to continue practicing all precautions and keep your guard up. Vaccinations are another key component that is helping to reduce the number of new cases. And we hope to continue seeing more of our Navajo people receiving the vaccines. So please be safe, make good decisions for you and your loved ones and keep praying. And so we thank you again for tuning in on this March 10th special edition of our COVID-19 Town Hall update. And so without further ado, I'd like to take this time to uh, welcome and to uh, introduce the president of our Navajo Nation, Mr. Jonathan Nez, and we appreciate him. We appreciate his leadership, and uh, he's just been a, a stalwart in leadership here for the Navajo Nation. So we thank you, sir, and uh, welcome. あ、ヒエシナ、コアナカツリンズンドアレ、タイスノッツアギドダニヒナシギケティエンビアロ、KWRKDOKKNSアジトハジレチアタイスノッツアギアテディジョナサンネズアニヒシナ、ナヴォネ
Wednesday be hanan hi chuk kodel nagi e ya di de nebe ke ya pakha o ina sneegi at the kosen skagi na hast aids ata the kwishi chuk at the kwishi the more is leak at there she asa and the z di na sneegi ya konis ya konis eni kheda tshik eno sini ba isona stagi benina Nihe chinto nihe ze bikitaski o kundlego trada to kha nal yahabahavano azel enota ado chiyanda dahosniho o kundhot ao trada to kha ado nihilla do kalawashpe trada kisigi e hihe do hand sanitizers that egido chudas o ado kodohana nihe chikundal ihia Ado a yid go to Yadashia has tra has tra kesalado in Zanel to Yadashia. No, Adasan Yiji Azel in a Yijakoda Yila Ado Aharandan daso tra Nenigijo hot a ya di Nasneki ya corn. So here la Chikado should ne adet the Isunosa Ado Nikas Chindo, Nihitsoken, Hinalada, Nihimasanda. Ah, uh, I don't know if Kedan, you mustn't hit chain in Nala Ota, Nantin Bijacodalia, eh, eh, Nantinigi, eh, Nan, and Hitchacodaila. I don't hit or mother Jenny, Tinigi, and Ralchen, which a yelt had I not needo, not I, and Lenigi does, Tyson of Sata, but don't Nigi here, to a old yaka. A shape and Natchadina, Snegi, the Cousin Scaggy, be chilly cahot, as she gave us. So, di kong na liyao paho gan da tagi do di na ajonshita da tagi do di tsi da de yokhasigi ya haircut da tagi da ado da chita da chiyad e la haho e aada da ozinista no da hanen hiche kondasi chuk adedi chen e ya ajogodne di kong na liyao paho gan Das Neligia, that Jahada. A jogo on that old Nista de no what our a sad hitch could ail net or less teaching Shkeroshina. Jogo on old Nistana, con bikea cow. A conde, the Lagana con, pissing that the jaggy at the short or left your eh, and the bears ani benache eh, best passa, ani elada, snake dosh, chedoshinabij, nijibuka iliagi eh. Behas ani in Ninigi, Belagana, Ditch and Da Craigi, E. Aja, Deep Tribal Parks, that Egi, Elsa, that del Caldo, Lecho Yego, Con Dinas Nigi, La in El Din C. Crea, Le August, September, be. Tragedad, dana, da, keshmish, da, 
Ashlatindoba <laughs> 
Washington <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just gave an update in, in the Navajo language. And uh, Eli, if you could put the slides up. You know, the first positive COVID-19 test and the first case here on the Navajo Nation was last year, March 17th. We're almost a year now uh, of the first case and, and the first death. And a whole year of information being given. So next week, we will remember uh, the lives lost to COVID-19. And we pray for those recovering from the virus. Uh, we must heal, you know, we must heal as a nation and continue to fight this monster and to listen to our healthcare professionals. We have learned a lot, ladies and gentlemen, over a whole year now from our scientific community and our healthcare professionals. Of course, getting the information from the CDC, wearing your mask, social distancing, washing your hands with soap and water, and using hand sanitizer and staying at home as much as you can. And I want to say thank you to the, uh, the Navajo people for the hard work that you've done, honoring and respecting your healthcare professionals and your leaders. That's how we are getting through this with all the information that we're receiving on a daily basis we give it to you we give it to you and we share it with you tuesdays and thursdays 10 a.m every week COVID 19 updates i know some of you probably say it's the same thing over and over and we keep saying it because that's the critical uh practices that will get us through wearing a mask social distance washing your hands staying at home there's nothing more to that. That's the four things, you know, in Navajo, four. The four things that will push back COVID-19 here on the Navajo Nation. The first town hall was March 31st of 2020, almost one year. And those of you that are listening on KTNN, you heard us on KTN periodically. And we have, tonight, we want to, uh, we have a big announcement. Uh, we're in the red status for for some time, for many months now, and we're going to go into the orange status now. What does that mean? Please listen up, because we have Dr. Jill Jim. We have the epidemiology team, Ramona Antonez, Del Yazi on the call. We also have our assistant attorney general, Kimberly Dutcher. And we appreciate our vice president opening us up in the word, with a word of prayer. And because of that, you know, we're all united in praying to push back on this virus. And tonight, 
We're going to transition. We can only do so much. Now the responsibility and what Dr. Fowler will be talking about is personal responsibility. It's on each and every one of us now. We're responsible for doing the protocols as we go to businesses. And businesses are going to be reopened. And a phase, baby steps and a phased approach uh, to reopening here. We want to remind everybody not to let down. It will take each and every one of us to keep the numbers down. That's our responsibility. We must continue to follow these preventive measures, these effective preventive measures that got us to these low numbers now. And as you see the, the, the slide there, 29,900 people have uh, come down with the virus. 16,212 have been have recovered. 1,205 of our loved ones have lost their lives to COVID-19. Our thoughts and prayers continue to go out to our families that have lost loved ones. And the reason why we're transitioning from the red status to orange status is we have seen some very low numbers. Look, last uh, in 24 hours, we only had 13 positive cases and one death. One, one way too many, of course, on the deaths. But we continue to pray for our Navajo people that this continues to keep, keep going down. If you go to this, the next slide, it just shows you the progression over the many months and the weeks we went through two phases this country went through three phases three big big uh, increases in COVID positive cases and here in Navajo we only went through two thank you to each and every one of you Navajo people and you can see where around Labor Day it took off and, and so contagious that we, we had a hard time bringing the numbers down, but if you see away at the end on the right side of the chart towards the end, we've been seeing the numbers go down, and that's why we're transitioning. The thing that's different about this time around is we have uh, vaccination. If you go to the next slide, we have the vaccine now that pushes back against the virus spread in our communities, and that's critical here. Those of you that are listening on KTNN and KWRK, KKNS, Facebook. This is one of the reasons why we're, we're starting to transition gradually, baby steps, into reopening here on the Navajo Nation. If you look at the chart there, the total doses that we received from the federal government, 195,540 shots given. 141,797 have put in, were put into the arms of our Navajo people. 52,433 are the second doses. And we get this every week, additional doses. we got Johnson & Johnson now, one dose. If you want only one shot, Johnson & Johnson is available. That's 72.5%. You know, one time we were at 95% of what we got, we used. But that's great because that gives us justification to get more and more. High schoolers have gotten, those that were 16 to 18, 19, they, some of them got their shots, the Pfizer shots. And right now, children under 18, children under 16, uh, they're not able to get shots, but the scientific community is researching that as we speak.
So overall, the Navajo Nation is seeing some great progress. And the, the last PowerPoint there just shows you the comparison between the Navajo Nation and the United States of America in COVID positive cases. And here you see the orange line is the Navajo Nation. Look at how, how low that is compared to the blue, which is the U.S. The U.S. still has uh, positive cases because we vaccinated a lot of our Navajo people, more percent than many states out there, higher percent of, of some states out there. And it's because of our great work by our uh, hospital teams and also those uh, health command operation center that's led by Dr. Jeldrin. There's so many people to, to thank. There's the IHS, Navajo Department of Health team, Navajo Nation, uh, all the divisions and programs, all the healthcare facilities, there's staff that are out there on a daily basis. There's even FEMA out there. There's even Department of Defense out there. We have federal agencies helping us if you've been to a mass vaccination, there takes a lot of effort to do a vaccination drive. And I want to say to each and every one of them today, thank you so much. You are saving lives. You're on the front lines, putting your own health and well-being on the line for the greater good. And we appreciate that because you are helping our Navajo people. And you see that and the data, the numbers are down. And we are transitioning from red status to orange status today. Ladies and gentlemen, and we appreciate you, the Navajo person, the Navajo people, for your hard work throughout these uh, tough times. These are some tough times, but we will get through it. We will get through it because our ancestors got through some of these difficult times, and we will persevere, and we will get through this COVID-19 pandemic. The public order that is going to be presented today from red to orange status, status is businesses are going to be open to 25%, but they're going to have to turn in their reopening plans before they get the green light to reopen. Restaurants and dining facilities, personal care and services, casinos, lodging, those will be uh, required to submit their plans, reopening plans to the Division of Economic Development under JT Willie. Public order, another public order that's going to be submitted will be the gathering of 10 or fewer people uh, in churches and also traditional and religious gatherings. Chapter houses are not able to reopen because they have a resolution by the council that was approved that makes it three quorum. So we can't change that unless that resolution is either rescinded or amended. The other thing is, too, that this is all for only Navajo people. Remember, the Navajo Nation Council and I, we signed a law that saying no uh, non-Navajo to be on the nation to be visiting or to be congregating. So that means even in our businesses. And so until that resolution gets changed or rescinded, 
This reopening, this soft reopening is only for the Navajo people. And I know that some people will get uh, upset, but we have to do small steps. And we have to look at it as our nation as a bubble to protect our people first, our elders, those that are in the most vulnerable population category. And so there'll be a little bit more information on the on the health orders, but Dr. Jill Jim, Edo Lodge, Tilletain, Long Aids, Ispa, Hayajan, Hanik, Desi, Ala Shadejib, the Shinigido, Dr. Fowler, Ain, Junigo, Kujo, the Neck, Etche, Nietzsche, Hanatze, Kedana, and Tinan, Himasan, Hitchain, Hinalebina, and Tinan, Nijunigo, Bolt, Hotan, Hitchashan, and Nail, you know, Ekodo, the Neck, Etche, Yadah, Higido, and Hilpeda, Zinigi, Hanet Nasi, Tito, Lesta, no, what are so right at this time I'm going to turn the time over to Dell and this is where I need uh, the Navajo people's help those of you that are on WebEx, you'll see the PowerPoint. And remember, keep in mind, Dell, people are listening on the radio, so some are not privy to watch, seeing the PowerPoint. So you might want to little, explain that a little bit more. And then uh, Dr. Fowler uh, will end the, the, the feed today. So thank you so much. God bless you. Okay, uh, Herr President. Um, Yate Shikero Shidane. Um, my name is Del Kojetra. Uh, Nasni Nalka Ajibeta Inishitra Nashnisho. Koroshiat so Mikhilis Jane at Eshlis, um, D. the latest numbers Navajo Nation gating measures February 19th only March 4th the numbers for that time period
This is our gating measures and indicators matrix. Um, uh, uh, Navajo Nation no, there are five levels. If you look, uh, there's a uh, a purple color is one of the levels. Auto red, auto orange. Joe Cohen president will be moving from red to orange. Phases. Um, auto. There's there's yellow and green. There are five levels. Auto the risk level. The downward trajectory yeah, cases, uh, region cases, the Quila, COVID 19, you don't know. vaccine, the Jaro testing, the Bandalte, Aro public health capacity, Aro hospital, the capacity as far as hospital beds and intensive care unit staff uh, beds. These are some of the indicators. Now I can't advance my slide again. Okay. So this is um, the next slide I'm going to show is what we call uh, our, our epi curve over the entire pandemic. From the beginning of March uh, 2020, a year ago, all the way to now, um, March uh, 10th, 2021, we went through the a number of cases. Uh, these are the two peaks that the president was also referring to. Um, the first one occurred back in May of 2020. Uh, um, our first peak, auto. Our second PGA Nido Ahotza, from the uh, October, November, December was our our second peak, our second wave. Arokare, we're we're trending downward. We're seeing less cases. Your president Ohonoyahatsi. This is more of a recent, um, the second wave picture. Um, we, you know, our our second wave over the Thanksgiving. Christmas, New Year holidays, uh, when people were gathering, uh, when we saw, you know, a lot of the cases during that time, uh, they were doing uh, seeing less cases and were going going down um, every day. Auto DA map, we, our heat map, we we produce this every every week to um, in our Navajo Nation. Our excess service areas, yeah. In cases, numbers by IHS um, service areas. So there's um, Crown Point, Shipra, Kienta, to the city, Chinle, Fort Defiance, Winslow, Gallup, so IHS numbers in the map uh, 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 four corner states are bordering states: Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona. Um, uh, COVID uh, cases. Uh, 
besot a pekahadit a ma bendel e hom pekahani am dahat aro a pekahan khishwal jishko aro da um IHS service areas to um i mean generally crown point for defiance gala pianta shipra cuba city winslow got on the mexico satellite facilities to uh, like rema rohajile uh, numbers of cases um, every seven days numbers um, so the last uh, February 26th through March 4th that seven day time period Navajo Nation across Navajo Nation we had 101 cases Day testing, um, testing. Uh, currently, uh, COVID nineteen testing percent positivity. It's currently it's at five percent. At one point, back in I want to say probably like in November uh, through December, our percent positivity for COVID tests was at about 25 percent. That was really high. And today we're seeing less cases and less uh, percent positivity. So we're at currently at we're at five percent. So that's uh, we're thankful for that, and um, it's a it's a blessing. And hopefully it continues to to decrease from five percent. Um, of course, we like it to be zero percent at one at some point going forward. So testing across Navajo. Uh, hospital capacity A, the hospital beds, though intensive care unit beds in the Aja information again from IXS Hospital, 638 facilities in Ibik Um If you can see my slide, there's an 80% threshold. So if we're below that, and that's good, the hospital beds again, um, we're below that 80% threshold. Um, and so that's a, a good a good sign that our hosp there are hospital beds available. ICU beds are available for 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 our people who do, you know, uh, get sick. They they have beds available for them to um, enter a hospital and be uh, be treated. So um, ICU beds. We're below that eighty percent threshold. That's a good thing, and that's our current situation. We're below that eighty percent threshold. Across IHS facilities on Navajo, so um, that's a that's a good sign. Auto uh, public health capacity with contact tracing, so contact tracers they follow up on cases. So just a team Currently, there's six two hundred and sixty two contact tracers across Navajo Nation, and that's uh, nine contact tracers for every new daily case. There's a, an equation and a calculation that we do. So we want to be above five contact tracers for every new case. So we're at nine. So that's a, a good a good um, uh, sign too. Auto vaccine So I'll just go over um, very quickly. He he has more updated numbers based on what he said. the vaccine numbers on um, We share it with our with President. Uh, Nez and, and his team and, and Dr. Jim and the Navajo Nation leadership team. So, um, so just the, uh, 
vaccine, Nikki, we're at. Uh, this is by from uh, Monday, uh, March 8th numbers. So, of course, we're, it's Wednesday now. So there's these numbers are going to be um, higher. So back on Monday, we were at 85 percent. But ministered of all the vaccine doses that were distributed or given to Navajo Nation. So that's the vaccine teams are, I'll just say they're doing an excellent job vaccinating our, our people um, across Navajo. So that's um, a great team um, that are, are doing all that work. Ako, last is, this is my last slide. So, um, so for now, President said, you know, we're moving from red um, phase to orange phase. So you see this orange color. We've met, you know, these check marks. Our cases uh, have decreased over the last seven days. Um, so we've been going down every day. Uh, testing too. Uh, testing is, is available and 5% positivity rate. Um, that's um, also gives us a, a check mark. Hospital capacity, um, there's um, hospital beds and ICU beds below that 80% threshold. So beds, uh, beds are available for those um, uh, people who do get sick and need treatment. So, um, and then public health capacity, contact tracers. Uh, we do have sufficient contact tracers currently, so that gives us a, a check mark too. Um, so, um, we are doing uh, very well. This is the best situation we've been in um, in quite some time. So, we're very um, thankful for. Uh, the current situation that we're in. Um, so um, I'm going to stop here, um, President, um, and I'll hand the, 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 the mic, I guess, um, back to you, President. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Dell, for that information. Those of you that were on Facebook, uh, got the presentation. So those of you that are on the radio, visit our Facebook page and you can get the presentation there. Uh, um, I'm sure you got uh, updates um, from Dell, some of it, but we're visual. If you want to visit our Facebook page, you can download that uh, gating measure uh, PowerPoint. So I'm turn the time over to Dr. Jill Jim. Uh, for her uh, updates as well. Dr. Jim. Um, yes, President, thank you for your comments. Also, question on the Dr. Jill Jim and Shieto. On the internet, look on Sean Tachini, Bashish Chindo, Shane, Dasha Chedo, Zafane, the Shinola. I would ask Don Shanto, Quaddy, it's East Bahi under A, Bikadinch, ain't so. The public health orders, um, deputy AG, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. Um, you can access a lot of this um, on the um, Navajo reopening Navajo-NSN.gov so you'll be able to see the new reopening status is orange now so um, go ahead and um, visit the web page to get familiar with the changes um, we do have Mr. Willie on the call with the vision of economic development he can talk about the this portion here 
regarding the new requirements. So it's stated on there, before reopening to orange status, reopening plans can be emailed to Navajo um, NSN.gov. And just as a reminder, all the business plans and policies must be related to ensuring physical distancing. So Mr. Willie can talk about all these requirements and what we're looking in, in there as well. And so if we go down, you'll see the changes with the orange status here. And you'll see information about what President had mentioned earlier in Dell. And so it's 25% of maximum occupancy allowed for most businesses. So um, this doesn't mean a full um, reopening. So as for restaurants, we are allowing um, permanent outdoor dining areas to open at 25%. So that means they have to have um, some sort of permanent structure, either cement tables or if they already had some sort of outdoor seating area, they can um, operate at 25%. And then restaurants without permanent outdoor dining are allowed to do 10 tables max um, and with four individuals per table. So that's only for restaurants. So no um, anything in relation to food establishments or I mean, anyone that doesn't have, that has to be a restaurant that can um, be allowed to do um, 10 tables outside. <clears throat> we also understand that I think those access to those tables um, as weather permits, I would say, um, can be um, off, um, can be used. So, so that's going to be the new requirement. Although personal care services I thought, um, and services, eh, those were already part of the last orange status. There wasn't a lot of changes. Casinos, video poker, casinos on the Navajo Nation game Navajo casinos are, are allowed to open to the Navajo Nation residents and employees only. <coughs> So either you have to be a Navajo Nation resident or a Navajo Nation employee of some sort um, can be allowed to um, access the casino at 25%. All other businesses, um, youth programs, museums, flea markets, roadside markets, gyms, recreation facilities, and movie theaters are not open yet. Um, but we'll be carefully monitoring <clears throat> a lot of these throughout um, the next couple of weeks as everyone is going down into a lower um, stat, uh, lower numbers, we need to keep these down. And that's why we have gating measures. And anytime those gating measures, we're monitoring them every week now. We used to have it as a 17-day trend, but we have it as a seven-day trend, as Dal mentioned. And so we'll be able to pick up any um, red flags within the seven days and we would begin making decisions if we need to go back into red status. So that's why we have gating measures. Each state has their own gating measures. Sometimes within the states, the counties operate differently. I did see people conversating about McKinley County going to green today. And so those are different um, gating measures they use. Um, we all use actually the same criteria but we are a little bit more strict 
in some cases because we know the risk of our population. Um, so I, well, I can have Dr. Fowler translate some of this for me in a bit between going um, from orange as well and it's because of our high risk population um, we have our own um, household bubbles at Halgeto. We have our own Navajo Nation bubble. So, in order to make these changes, these were not something that was seen a year ago.
with drafting and finalizing the public health emergency orders. Shea Kimberly Dutcher, Yanishia, Port Defiance, Nishle, Hadnazani, Nishle, Do Bilagana Bashishchin, Nakaidine, Edashache, Eda Bilagana, Edashanale. So I'm going to see if I can get public health emergency order number 2021-006 shared on my screen. And let's see. I'm not seeing it here. I apologize for that. Can um, Dr. Jim, can you get that up for us? And I wanted to highlight some of the um, changes in public health emergency order number six. And this, like a public health emergency number five, is effective on March 15th, 2021. And it effectively rescinds the stay at home public health emergency order and implements a stay safer at home order. And what this means basically is that we're encouraging people to stay at home, but they are not ordered to stay at home. And in addition, this public health emergency order also continues the daily curfew from nine o'clock PM to five o'clock AM every day. And also just a reminder, since this is effective on March 15th, the daylight savings time also starts on the day before on March 14th. A couple other things that this uh, public health emergency order does is it includes guidance that the Health Command Operations Center previously provided to medicine people on conducting a safe um, gatherings and those gatherings will be limited to 10 or fewer people. And we're, this order also provides for them to avoid sharing utensils and other items, and also encourages folks participating in traditional ceremonies to wear masks, to wash their hands. And really there's a whole list of good measures to take for traditional ceremonies and this order will also be accessible on the NDOH website. So those of you who want to be familiar with all those safety items can read them. This order also provides guidance for the nation's churches and houses of worship. And we are recommending, and it provides for 25% or less maximum capacity also, masks are required for churches and houses of worship. Social distancing is also required and uh, cleaning and um, hand washing and um, not eating food in a congregating setting is also not provided for. This uh, public health order also provides for gatherings of up to 10 persons. And this is a difference from the last public health emergency order where gatherings were limited to five people. So now it will be 10 effective March 15th. Like the previous public health emer emergency order number five that Dr. Jim discussed, the Navajo Nation's roads continue to remain closed to visitors and tourists for the duration of the public health emergency. And um, we're just not encouraging visitors and tourists to enter the nation at this time. So those are the highlights of public health emergency. 
number 2021-006. We uh, encourage you to all to continue to take precautions, to wear masks, to social distance, to avoid travel, and continue to wash your hands and continue to be safe, everyone out there. Thank you very much. Um, thank you, Ms. Thatcher. I just want to add one thing um, regarding as I'm opening my camera here too. Um, there was mentioned, as President mentioned earlier, that we will still have a daily curfew here as well from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. But businesses are able to operate between 6 a.m. and 8 p.m. Our previous public health order um, allowed businesses only from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And so everyone must be, um, must permit customers to obey the daily curfew. So those are um, basically the main summary of the public health orders. Um, it's quite a lot, so go on the webpage and download it. Of course, one thing we emphasize is that all persons are highly encouraged to get any COVID-19 vaccination as soon as possible. We have three options here on the Navajo Nation, which is the um, Moderna, Pfizer, and also the new J&J &J vaccine, um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So any vaccine is helpful. So just know that those are some major changes that are occurring. And if there are questions, um, there is 928-871-7014. You can call tomorrow if you have any questions. So um, I'm gonna hand time over um, to Dr. Fowler. Um, so Shaman, go ahead and um, help us with some of this interpretation that Ms. Dutcher and I provided as well. Kotasokizi, <laughs> Ado <laughs> Nikitene, 
yeko sapik ekita hasi ni ashine la ni hitenen lini ni hitsap iketa hasti ni hiketa no a khana bishkata hiti no ni hitsat ne yizla iwet a tocho pa itela to huinsen amato eje ache anale Tanitlini Dochonzenhilkesitonsenhilkesdischingi to as art out that it died. Nihere old but <laughs> ekedanstuidosani <laughs> A quante, Hashine la o j, zel ejita. A zel en a zel ne kata no sini, nikita o j, ehe. Sani jela as kona opa a hessen sella. De quen hikut a din hans ni e eto ba a he queen sendante. Nikita nen hits aunt ne yis la eto topa a he needs sendante. จะขออีเจ Nahachene <laughs> Ado is a benahagajita, a ketna aquanel, edo a hehe, Kodoha, she knows that a quijin a hatsota dozen, 
Personal 
Adon Mr. President. Ado 
dal nashigi ebnina asa skel ke on the dobi gata o khayuna antindona nahat a hanne halongo ko asa skel ke onzad e nakhao and ktnn kwrk kk nsb ko aita asa Kid, I can't and Facebook Live. So, Kodoshin, he vice president, uh, vice president, uh, if uh, we'll give some uh, concluding remarks to our viewers here tomorrow at 10 a.m., we'll be going uh, more in depth again. JT wasn't able to be uh, on the Facebook page or tonight but he'll be at 10 a.m with better internet access uh, it's just like that all over the nation sometimes you just have some bad coverage sometimes you float in and out of internet uh services so jt will be a part of our 10 a.m uh town hall so thank you for watching us and again this starts on the 15th the 15th from red to orange baby steps gradual steps to reopening so thank you so much and vice president thank you for your leadership we were at winslow today and uh i i like the plans and like the discussions that were given to the vice president in regards to economic development there in delcon arizona with the healthcare facility so there's healthcare facilities and we got maybe uh vice president you can talk a little bit about the uh 1.9 trillion as well uh, that has passed the house and money's coming to the nation. So thank you so much. Good night, everybody. God bless and go ahead and uh, conclude uh, our town hall, Vice President. Thank you for your leadership as well. And to pray. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, Mr. President, thank you. <clears throat> and, and yes, uh, as we close tonight's segment out, we appreciate you, all the viewers. Uh, I've seen the numbers go high as a uh, 600 viewers, and uh, you all wanted to know firsthand what reopening looked like. Well, this is the beginning of it, and uh, we appreciate all of you. And, of course, you are why we do what we do here, leading the nation, um, president, vice president, and all of our esteemed uh, uh, cabinet level um, and program level um, members, and uh, we appreciate all their leadership as well. <clears throat> as you know, takes uh, many to um, uh, run a government. And um, even though for a season, we had limited government and limited access to services and whatnot, um, I think those uh, true compassionate hearts out there did rise to the occasion. And then many more activated themselves and you are some of those. And so we appreciate you all out there in uh, Facebook Live land. Um, everybody has been um, steadily trying to not only stay safe and keep our family safe and our dear elders and our loved ones, but also uh, seeing what they could do, availing themselves to uh, volunteerism and uh, just plugging in where they could. You know, I've seen it all across the president as well. Uh, you know, we just uh, saw many leader types <clears throat> rise up for the occasion. And so as a, before I close, and I'll close with a word of prayer as well, but, um, you know, this pandemic uh, what did it teach us early on and maybe the first or second week president and i had hosted the first uh you know updates on this thing we didn't know what it was back then right a year ago 
and uh, we just knew that uh, a lot of people were getting sick and then the deaths were starting to mount and we watched the numbers and uh, how many of you remember that day that last day you ever looked at the numbers because the numbers just kept increasing you know by the thousands across the united states and at some point you just kind of i don't know maybe you got tired of seeing the negativity and uh, the bad news of all the deaths and the uh, covid cases that were rising all around us even in our own homeland here uh cases just rise and the deaths mounting but at some point you had to resolve yourself just to maintain you know to to rise and to maintain so in that in your rising we advocated for you to think positively to pray to seek our creator and uh, his protection and you rose and then you maintained you praised and you worshiped and you prayed again and you know again we have lost over 1200 of our citizens and uh, that's too many and uh, all across the the world i mean we had a, a reset if you will uh, and i would pray that that in that reset that you committed yourself to be in uh, the best that you can be whether it was simply reading more books right and then it delved into becoming a better person and then along the way uh, we changed gears and we started honoring and and praising the work of our health professionals our nurses and our doctors and our epi team and on and on then we had volunteers coming we had fema boots on the ground the national guard uh, we had um, you know so many uh, non-profits we have samaritan's purse we had doctors without borders you know we had the uvea uh, medical students and you know many more i mean uh, i list them now and I'm, uh, i'll be remiss if i leave somebody out which is not what i want to do but simply it was all hands on deck mentality and um you know all we wanted to do was just plug in and, and participate where we could to lessen the burden on others and uh, we've seen it all across the land we appreciate it and since then we've maintained our um honor and uh, our prayers and our appreciation of our frontline responders our emer emergency medical technicians and uh, the al al ambulance transports the the flights the flight nurses and uh, again back to our our frontline nurses uh, just recently we were at sale 12 medical center and was able to just uh really uh you know heartfelt uh give our sincere thanks to all of our nurses that are are working hard um, many of you all again uh, have uh, sacrificed and you have dedicated yourself to uh, protecting uh, not only your patients but many more you know as they came in one by one two by two ten by ten you know we had a uh, we, we could have lost sight we could have lost hope early on and, and yet the resilience of our people rose to the occasion and, and you know people coming alongside and, and giving out of girls and out of boys and uh, it just was enough to get us to the next day seemingly from one fire to the next you know it, it was a time very tensive at times and and also very rewarding you know how is that a paradox in terms but yeah that's what we face and shidana you have come out stronger than ever and so i allude to this point the crucible that we've been through the crucible of this pandemic what did it teach you what did it show you about not only yourself your family and all those that you've seen you know you could start from the the, the top down but we in turn as leaders we want to think from the bottom up 
all of those that are behind the scenes that will probably never have their names mentioned that yet contributed greatly to this uh, fight against COVID-19. The um, early onslaught and the response and then the vaccines and, and that came out and you remember there was reservations and widespread reservations and and our president was amongst the first to uh, get a vaccine and uh, leading the way right leading by example in front leading the charge and now here we are <clears throat> one year into this and uh, our numbers have flattened and uh, we praise we praise the lord amen we give thanks where thanks is due. We worked like it depended on us, but we prayed like it depended on our Creator. And there you were, and there we were, all just contributors and, and participating in this worldwide pandemic. Who would have thought we as leaders would be in this position? Who would have thought you all would be affected by this so much? We learn new words, we have new vernacular, we have new vocabulary, and we're the better for it. Tonight, I want to leave you with a thought-provoking question. Thought-provoking, much like when a goat chews cud, right? And he'll chew it for a while and gnaw on it and save it for later and then pull it back up and gnaw on it again. You know, that's what I mean, chew like a goat chewing on cud. You'll chew on it again. But in this crucible that we just went through, what did you learn about yourself? How are you going to be better going forward into the next week, the next month, the next year, the next decade? Now, that's what pandemics do. I pray that this pandemic does not, that even though we want to forget everything about it, especially the, the deaths and the hardship, those hardships are meant to bring a resilience, to bring a perseverance to bring tenacity, a moxie to the people is crucible of this pandemic. What did it teach you and how are you going to use it to become better? You see, our, pres your, our president, Jonathan Nez, and myself and our, and our families, although we're appreciative of all the prayers that many have prayed for us and to be safe and to be protected, we did the same and we prayed for all of you on our knees, tears sometimes, praying for all of our people all across the land. On February 6th, we extended that prayer to other tribal nations that God, our Creator, Yahweh, Nihi, God, Dian God would eradicate this COVID-19 virus from our land. You see, our Creator thinks our land is special. We as First Nations were set on this continent before anybody was here. That was his plan. And as First Nations or as the host people, there was his original intent. And of course, you know how history has played out. That intent, I believe, was usurped by another plan. But yet we're still here. There's a reason why we're still here. I believe our prayers are powerful. And on February 6th, we convened a meeting with other tribes across North America, all the way up from Barrow, Alaska, our brothers and sisters, our Athabascan brothers, some Nupia um, brothers and sisters. They had did some praise and worship on that day, and it was amazing. We felt the presence of our Creator, even in here in my living room, in my dining room here in Winderock. We felt the presence of the Lord. 
we did, we prayed and we praised and we sang songs just to bring him. And the word says that he inhabits the praises of his people. In your hardship, in this crucible of this pandemic, I, I pray that many of you had just reached out because you met your end. I don't know what to do. Lord, if you're God, if you're real, show me, speak to me, heal our people. And on February 6th, we did that collectively. The very next day, our triple digit numbers slowed and they've been slowing ever since. The Bible says that all good things come from above, the Father of lights. And um, wanting to give credit where credit is due, he showed up. And these numbers have come down, dwindling day by day, number by number, for a, for a month, for, for a month from February 6th. And so in this crucible, I, I pray that as we come out of this, as we open up and recover safely, that we continue to give thanks for, for where we've been. We'll not forget it. We'll not soon forget it. I know many of you are still mourning, losing loved ones. We'll not forget this. And, and I, don't, I don't want you to, but to remember where you've been and where you met your end and where you called our Creator, God, on the scene. And He is still showing Himself mightily. And so, as we continue to see these numbers continue to dissipate and go away and COVID-19 virus eradicated from our lands, remember the prayers of all of you all and all of those who prayed that God would heal the land and thus the people will be touched and saved and healed and prosperity would come <laughs> and as i say that we're getting ready to receive dare i say it shidaneh perhaps a billion dollars to our navajo nation and this save america act um, that president biden will sign on the 14th we still need your prayers <laughs> what is it going to look like and President and I are going to work hard, harder than ever before on how to spend these money for the benefit of you all, should and then. We love you and we continue to pray for you all. Pray and join our prayers because there's power in unity. There's power in, in many that are praying in one mind, one accord, that we could use this money for electrical infrastructure. Let's turn on many more of our dear ones who have been without. Let's bring water to the farthest reaches of our Navajo Nation. Let's bring broadband to the deepest corners of our reservation so our students and our health professionals can have the benefit of broadband and internet capability in the remote and deepest places of this land that we know as Dinata. Again, we're all in this together. And so tonight, as I close, we'll simply just give thanks for where we've been, and we'll give thanks for where we're going. And good night, and God bless as I close. Achyat Dian God. On this historic day, Lord, where we start to open up, Lord, with reservations, some of us, but Lord, with, with hope and anticipation, Lord, that we can uh, uh, walk in a land that has been freed of the virus, Lord. The virus has left its mark. 
And yet, we are still here, Lord, to, some would say, pick up the pieces. But Lord, I want to say that we have a new beginning. This crucible of this pandemic, Lord, what did it teach us? So I pray that many had come to know you as Savior, and that many had prayed and was awakened, Lord, from their slumber in you. Lord, many across the land as revival came, Lord, and continues to come, Lord. May your light shine upon this land and prosperity to come, Lord, and healing to come and to benefit all, Lord, and protection, Father, as many come to know you as friend as Savior, as healer, as strength and tower, as shield and rampart. Lord, the battle is yours, so we thank you again. We pray that, Father, any fear that lingers would be gone in Jesus' name, because you do not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You protect our minds. And so, Father, we pray for your safekeeping for all the people all across the land. Lord, may they find you while you may be found. We thank you again. We ask you to be with all those tonight, Lord, that are still struggling, Lord. May your love flow into that room. May your love flow into that residence, into that community, Lord. May your grace and mercy, Father, be enough, Lord, for us. And Father, I pray for favor all across the land, Lord, as the, na the nation, the Navajo Nation, and First Nations all across this North American continent would arise, shine, Lord Father and walk into all the blessings of your original intent that you meant for First Nations, Lord, the host people. You set us here. We are still here. May we honor you and bring you glory in everything that we do. We thank you for this night. We pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. We seal it with your spirit now. Amen. Everybody have a great night. We appreciate you. Continue to pray. Until next time, Hakone, Vice President signing out.